Lights on by Emily Palumbo. My parents decided to move after the incident. For some reason, they didn't think that staying in the same neighborhood would be good for me. I guess it had something to do with the suicide attempt, but who's to say? It took my dad three weeks to get approved for a transfer, two weeks to find a house, and six days to pack. As for me, I sat back and watched my parents go crazy and pack the occasional soccer notebook. I checked my room one last time in case I missed something. I'm only bringing important things with me. Books, bedding, and a few pieces of clothes. Nothing sentimental. Everything else could get thrown out for all I care. The one good part of this was that I didn't have to worry about a big goodbye with my friends. None of them talked to me anymore. Turns out your loved ones get offended when you tell them you want to die. Some people can be so self-involved. The drive from New Bern, North Carolina to Ypsilanti, Michigan is 13 hours long. We're only stopping once, my dad reminded us. My mom promised that as of today, we were all starting over. Dad was on a diet, she was heading back to work, and I wasn't going to try to kill myself. A family effort, really. I sit in the backseat of the old Volkswagen while Dad whistles, and Mom pretends to fiddle with the GPS route. Our car has a broken radio. It has been painfully silent. I learned that I can count 148 trees before I get bored. After 13 hours of awkward chatting and the license plate game, we arrive at the house. 117 Nansen Lane is a beige house with an asymmetrical roof, three floors, and an attic. I'm still not completely sure why my parents chose Michigan. Mom wanted to move somewhere it gets cold because the heat might affect my mental health. A cold place would do fine. It'll be good for the girl. Dr. Hugney recommended to my mom. Dr. Hugney is so talented. He can examine me while never taking his eyes off his nurse, Amy. Amazing! All right, Louise. My dad chirps as he slams the car door behind him. Go on up and pick a bedroom. There are two in the attic, and you can have whichever one you want. This is his way of letting me think that I have some power over the situation. Why be upset? I have the freedom to pick my very own bedroom. My mom opens the trunk of the Volkswagen and grabs the box labeled dishes. I try not to snatch my bags too quickly. I'd hate to ruin the move-in day for mom. If there's one thing she loves, it's organization. I decided to be present and grabbed a lamp instead of my own boxes. That was another thing Dr. Hugney had told his nurse's frame. Be present in life, and you're sure to enjoy it more. Why don't you let me take that one for you, Lou? I don't want you to break it, Dad said. Don't worry, I got it. I cradle the lamp to my chest and begin the hike up 31 stairs to the third floor. The house has four bedrooms, two on the second floor and two in the attic. My dad has already volunteered me for the attic. I'm not sure why. I figured he'd want to keep me close in case anything happened. After the first flight of stairs, I start to feel the weight of the lamp. Then I remember that the dang thing goes in the living room, not upstairs. But I don't want this trip to be in vain. So this is my lamp now. At the top of the stairs, there are two doors, one to the left and one straight ahead. The one to the left looks more 
put together. But the one straight ahead is bigger. I suppose I don't need much room. I turn the knob to the door to the left while trying not to drop the lamp that for some reason I am still holding. The room is empty and an ugly shade of yellow. My legs carry me towards the center of the room and I set the lamp down. I sit on the wooden floor and take in the sight of the interior of my new sanctuary. It needs a new door and some paint, not to mention furniture. And I'm pretty sure that's mold growing on the ceiling. Maybe it's dirt. I don't know. I make this situation sound so horrible, but really it isn't. I mean, besides the grime on the walls, the house is actually nice. No one is more surprised by that statement than me. It's an old sort of beautiful, like Jessica Lange. After some time and effort, I could get settled here. We agreed to wait to start school. That was my parents' suggestion, but my choice. I'm going to do a semester online, then tackle the rest of my freshman year at the Ypsilanti Community College. My mom assures me it's where all the real pros go. Considering how much has happened in the past six months, my parents have been pretty great. I know that most people in my situation would be angry and distant with their parents, but mine saved my life. Literally. And I didn't realize how much I wanted to live until I almost didn't. In some twisted way, it helped reconnect my family. Like turning a computer off and turning it on again to get it working. My dad has been working harder because of the move, and my mom has been more alive when she does chores. I thought at first that they were walking on eggshells for my sake, but it's more than that. More like gratitude. Lou! My mom calls from downstairs. Right. We were unpacking. Yes? We need two more hands! She yells back. What a coincidence, I announce. I have just what you're looking for. I can hear her laugh from the living room. It makes me smile. The dining room pieces were already lining the walls by the time I reached the doorway. Efficient, as always. To my surprise, all the boxes were out of the car and piled up throughout the hall. Where are the rest of the boxes, I ask. We got everything from the Volkswagen. The big pieces are in the U-Haul, but we can do all that tomorrow. I was confused. Then what did you need me for? Oh, to help us eat this. She holds up an extra large pizza box. Dad's diet doesn't start until tomorrow. She winks. Sounds good to me. The three of us sat on the floor in the middle of the living room, and Dad asked me questions about what I think of the house. He went on and on about the area and its apparently life-changing architecture. I'd let them talk about community college and the possibility of Eastern Michigan University. If I'm up for it. I'm not exactly sure yet, but I could be. I was too distracted at the moment to think about school. I was thinking about the way my dad's eyes crinkled at the edges when he smiled. How my mom absentmindedly touched my shoulder every time she addressed me. How we all leaned in close to each other when we laughed, which we did a lot tonight. For the first time in a while, I feel an exhilarating form of joy. And from something so small as a mediocre meal with my parents. I think I'm going to like living here. Or anywhere, for that matter.
That was Lights On by Emily Palumbo. The cast, in order of appearance, was Mariah Betts as Louise, Dave Radilla as Louise's dad, Jay Kuntz as Dr. Hugney, and Eva Rainforth as Louise's mom. Our audio technicians were Jacob Gorsuch and Tom Marinchak. Lights On was directed by Gretel Darkey and Jean Watechko and produced by Tom Marinchak. Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater, with the permission of the licensor, granted under a copyrighted license agreement. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.